Peyton, we finally made it. We made it to the end. We did it. This is four years in the making. <laughs> are you are you happy it's over? Um Yeah, I guess so. Well I guess what? It's never it's never really over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In yeah. regard to Michael Myers. <laughs> I actually read that Malika Cod, uh, according to Jason Blum, has the right to not kill Michael Myers. Oh, interesting, interesting. Um, I didn't read that part specifically, but I did see that Jason Blum was like, the rights are going to go back to Malik. Mm, yeah. Oh, you know him. <laughs> First name basis. Um, well, spoilers for this movie, because Michael Myers dies. Well, it's called yeah. Halloween Ends, and you should, should have known that. I oh, mean, man. Michael, basic, except for the last one, except for Halloween Kills, doesn't Michael like die at the end of every movie? I'm trying to think. Does he die at the end of five? Um, I don't remember because I don't remember. No, the five, end of five. Five. They trap him in the Myers house. It's been four years since I've watched this movie. They drop him. <laughs> they drop him. I think they drop a cage on him. Like there's like a net, and then Loomis. He and Loomis um, fight. Yeah, I thought fight. there was more after that part, though. I don't remember five I'm, that well. I remember. The only thing about five I remember is uh, there's a fat sniper. It's a fat sniper. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say chubby sniper, but they just went with fat sniper. And then um, our favorite character from five, fat sniper. See, number one with the bullet for number four was Bucky. Num- Bucky, num- yeah. Number five was of course fat sniper. Oh man, yeah. Um, it's just, I don't remember the end. I remember the end of four because that's iconic, but I don't remember the end of five. Yeah, well, I think they drop a net on top of him, and then Loomis shoots him a bunch with tranquilizer darts, and then. But I feel I f- like I don't. We're gonna I f- look this. I'm up. gonna look up the the Wikipedia summary. I was gonna um. I this weekend I got the COVID. Uh, the I got the, the COVID. Booster. I got the new booster. You got the booster. Oh, nice! I need to get the new booster. And um, I got boosted, baby. And what was I gonna say? The I, my plan. You were thinking so I, of the syringe. I, I watched. Uh, yeah, I watched all of. Um, I watched two. Wait, is five the one where the cult of thorn? They yes. do arrest him, right? And the cult they, they arrest do, him and they, arrest and they break him, him right. out of jail. You're right, That's you're right. right. And the cult of Thorn shoots up the police station. And that is right. Yeah, and kidnaps. Okay, okay. So he doesn't die at the end of five. Yeah. So five is the only one where he doesn't die. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Five well, and technically kill. five and kills. Yeah. Retroactively, the rest of them, he also didn't yeah. die in those yeah. either. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Saturday, we're recording this on. Uh, the 17th of October. So, Saturday, because I go, I go on vacation this Saturday coming up. Oh, okay, nice. So, Friday night, I was like, oh shit, I should get the booster just in case some shenanigans happen right, right. on vacation. Yeah. Got the booster and then um, was feeling fine Saturday. I got it Saturday morning and I watched Halloween 2 and then I watched H2O and then I watched Resurrection and then I watched Halloween, Halloween. Halloween kills, and then Halloween. I was up till one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and then my plan for the what following a, what day, an order of films that you watched. Then. Yeah, well, I wanted to do <laughs> Halloween, Halloween two, and like just because I, I like I, I want to eventually do a marathon in which we watch all the Halloween movies, but then we have to go back and watch all the movies that are in that all yeah, the different right, timelines. Right. The timelines, yeah, yeah. So my plan yesterday, so you just have to rewatch the first Halloween like five times. <laughs> 
three times. Three times, yeah. Yeah, you have to watch Halloween 2 twice. <laughs> so, my plan for yesterday, Sunday, was to watch 4, 5, and Curse of Michael Myers. Well, I was sleepy all day, and I just woke up yeah. and like enough, and I watched Nathan for You, and then I watched Mr. Science Theory 2000, and took my boy back to sleep. And it was a great... <laughs> I was just sleepy. Sleepy and had a headache yeah, all day. exactly. But now I'm back, baby, just in time to do this podcast. Yeah, you seem pretty. You seem pretty awake. I'm proud See? of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was yearbook posing. <laughs> what was I going to say? So yeah. Um, well, this is this is the first episode of the rebrand. This is franchise surprise. Oh yeah. Uh, formerly welcome to Haddonfield. Formerly quarter mile of time. Formerly ready to believe you. And we decided to do more franchises. So now we've. Reverted to the name, the nickname that Rip Camelucci gave the podcast, which is Franchise Surprise. Oh, that's and fun. That's it. I didn't know yeah. that was Rich's idea. That's yeah, fun. he, 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 it changes so much that he just didn't, yeah. he's like, I don't know what to call it. So he just called it Franchise Surprise. So that's the origin. If anybody tells you different, <laughs> that's wrong. Anyway, I'm Nick Lathan. <laughs> and I'm Peyton Lynch, if you yeah. remember me from every other year or when, For- or Welcome to Haddonfield. From a year ago, but yeah, the plan the plan going forward is to have all three of us do it. Oh, that's very fun! I'm and, happy and with, happy to be invited. Yes, and with the option of anybody bowing out whenever they want to, if they don't want to, they don't want to watch the Purge movies. They don't have to. I've never seen the Purge movies. Are we gonna Me do the neither. Purge that's movies? why I wanted to do it. <laughs> oh man! The funny thing about the Purge movies to me, and like I don't know because I haven't seen them, so maybe this does happen in the Purge movies. But I love the the um the meme of like people being like, "Why would you just all of a sudden jump to killing people? Like just steal a TV? Like steal? <laughs> just <It> is- steal- <laughs> yeah, that's." Like- <laughs> Why is everybody like so excited to kill people when every when everything is like <laughs> you're able to do anything that's against the law <laughs> when you can, can just, we do like, a steal a bunch of stuff? <laughs> we need to write a purge movie that's just like about two dudes staking out like uh, they're like man I really want an Ari Alexa camera let's uh, let's stake out this B and H photo warehouse <laughs> and, but like B and H photo has hired mercenaries to like defend their warehouse because murder's legal yeah. See this, you know what? This might be covered in the Purge franchise, but we yeah. don't know because we, we haven't, know. Seen, we haven't it. seen it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, because I was just thinking immediately, like, oh man, I would steal a camera. Yeah, anyway, yeah. And make a Purge movie. <laughs> oh man. And then, yeah, but next, um, next franchise we're gonna cover is gonna be we're gonna do in the Alien movies. Yeah. But not AVP. We're not doing AVP. Yeah, I was wondering. I saw when you, you Nick just sent me the list, and I was like, okay, we're not doing the AV, Alien versus Predator. No. <laughs> I've never seen any of the Predator movies. That's either. the thing, is that I would Oh, we're going to do Predator later. I would like to do Predator later and then do AVP yeah. with the Predator movies. Nice. And, and see how they stack up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I watched, I've only seen the first, excuse me, I watched half of AVP, and it's because I was at my cousin's house in like middle school or something for like a sleepover whenever that movie came out. I think I was probably like ninth grade or something. Anyway, I fell asleep. Woke up, <laughs> didn't know what was going on, and then just just every predator, I just gave them a voice. I was just like, I was just because the predators don't talk, and I was just aliens either. Yeah. But I feel like predators, 
Anyway, whatever. They feel, they like, they, they they feel like they'd be more eloquent. Yeah, they have more of like a speaking mouth. Alien, they just have that little thing that comes out. Yeah, they got a mouth within a mouth. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they, got a, they don't have lip. Like, I think Predator has lips, right? Yeah. Kind of well, the alien, of? if you Ali- watch in, um, which alien movie, I think it's in Aliens. Like, the, the little bitty mouth on the inside has lips. It, like, oh, it has lips. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me think of the, the tiny, is it Family Guy, where they do the parody, and it's like, I'm the little mouth, I'm going to come eat you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is 100% a Family Guy joke. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that's, like, um, that's like when I watched, the first time I tried to watch uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, and I fell asleep during the opening segment. So, like, I fell asleep, like, during the gorillas. Because that part is, like, 20 minutes long or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell asleep, and then I woke up, and they were in space. And I was like, how did we get here? I don't I don't understand what happened. <laughs> well, there was a match cut. <laughs> a, a monkey threw a bone in the air. And then as it came down, it cut immediately to I did, a spaceship. Yeah. yeah, I did see it eventually at the music box um, and really loved it. But I was like, yeah, this isn't a good movie to, like, lay down on your couch at home and watch. <laughs> <laughs> I uh me and um friend of the show Rick Grove went to go see it. We went to go see that in seventy millimeter in music box and then afterwards he was like, Hey, do you want to keep hanging out? And I was like, Yeah, sure. And he goes, Have you seen solo? And I was like, No. And then <laughs> me and him went to go eat, eat ice cream somewhere and then we went to go see Solo, and I, afterwards I was like, Rick, that was a mistake. Yeah, we I feel like that was bad to follow up after 2001 Space Odyssey. We should not have watched Solo immediately after 2001 Space Odyssey. Anyway. Yeah, I also saw it in 70 millimeters at the music box, and I was like, I don't think I can watch this in any other way now. I think that no. I was like, I'm just going to have to wait for it to be out in 70 millimeter again at the music box to watch it again. <laughs> That's like uh, Avatar. There's the thing about yeah. Avatar. I have only seen it three <laughs> times, and they were in. It was in 2009 when it was in the theater in in 4D. Yes, in 4D. Um, I had I had tentacles coming out of my hair, and they were plugged up into the seat in front of me. Anyway, I, but uh, it's weird because I remember everything about that movie, and I've only seen it three times. And yeah. I think it's just because it's been like mean to death and talked about it so much. I'm the same. I remember I was in um, line for Avatar Flight of Passage at Disney, and I've only I'd only seen the movie once, I think, at this point. And this guy was like saying, like, "Yeah, the humans they kill the the avatars, uh, so they take over the bodies." And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, "I've only seen this movie once, but I know one that they're called the Navi. They're not called avatars. Mm-hmm. Two that they don't kill them. The avatars are these like." fake bodies created so that like humans can inhabit them. I just remember being pissed at this guy in front of me, but like I had only seen the movie once and I retained all this useless information. It, well, here's the beauty of that movie. The reason why it works so well and the reason why it, we, it, people are like, I don't remember this movie. Yeah, you fucking do. Yeah. It's the simple ass movie in existence. It is so yeah. simple and that's why it works. James yeah, Cameron yeah. knows what he's doing. Exactly. Anyway, um, where, where, what podcast is this? Oh, yeah. We're Should we talk about, about this movie? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I like talking with you, Peyton, because I'm, a, I'm such a huge fan of of like going off script, going yeah. like, sideways, and you, you're so good at it. Anyway. Um, what was I going to uh, say? Oh, yeah. We're, watch, we're talking about Halloween Ends. The, oh. the th- yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. 
<laughs> were you surprised that we were talking about this? No, no, no. I, I thought of something that I wanted to ask you, but I'll let you talk about this first. Well, go ahead and ask me. <laughs> well, I, I just, I just, <laughs> I just thought, um, do you know if Joe, Joe Bob Briggs has seen this movie yet? And if he's rated it or done the, no, toys? I did not get an email. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me look on Patreon. Because there is a very, uh, very exciting cameo in this movie. Yeah, I freaked Joe, out. Joe Bob Biggs related. I know. Yeah. Um. Let me look. Let me look that up. Now you got me thinking. How do you search on Patreon? Um. I don't know. Anyway. I feel like you can search by date, but not by like. Well, I'm not a patron of his anymore. Oh, I see. I see. Because. And it's a, it's a, is it a lot? Yeah, that's what it was. And the reason why is because all the videos, it's like, it's, it's mostly videos. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, and I like, there's not like a Patreon TV app. Yeah. Anyway. So you can only watch it on your laptop, which is like never yeah. convenient. Let's see. Nope. There is nothing on here. Joe Bob said no comment. No comment. <laughs> anyway. But, um... Anyway, I was going to say, so yeah, no driving totals. I know one of them is drumstick to the eye. That's one of them. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, let's see. Okay. Let's do one driving total. We have... Okay, never mind. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Anyway, Halloween ends. It's the, it's the third film in this trilogy, but the fourth film in this current... Chronology, timeline, or whatever. Yeah, and it closes it out. Mikey Myers, he's he's gone. He's (laughs) dead. Um. So, spoiler alert. Even though you knew it was going to happen, but before we get into heavy spoilers, Peyton, I'm dying to know what did you think of this entry. Um. So I read something, um, on Twitter that was like, why do people like judge movies on if they're bad on whether they like them or not and i think that really holds true so i I think what i have to say is that like i don't know if this movie was a bad movie but i didn't like it in particular like i didn't like it um explain (laughs) yeah i mean i think that there it the movie tried to do some interesting things and i think a lot of the kills were really good but I, I just didn't like the direction that it went in. Like it didn't, I didn't think it, it fit together with the first two movies in the hollow green trilogy. Um, for me at least. And I felt like, I don't know. I just didn't like the way that, that Allison and, and, um, and Lori were used in the store. Like, I didn't think that they were, important i felt like the story was like surrounded around Corey, which was like a character that they just added for this movie mm-hmm. which i didn't like um but i had a fun time i thought i thought it was a fine movie but i just didn't like it as part of this trilogy i guess i've often um wondered what it was like when halloween 3 season of the witch came out like what right. people and i think this is the reaction that th- that movie got right is the one that this got right but also the thing about and like i appreciate that i also i mean we talked about halloween three season four the years ago here. go go back and, and look. like 
<laughs> and obviously, I think that's a fine movie too, but I don't really like it because of the way that they deal with the female character in that movie. But um, I also think it's a little bit different because this is supposed to take place in like the same universe, the same characters and everything. And like, I think if they had decided to do something else, like they did with Halloween three season of the witch and it was like supposed to be a totally different story then maybe i would have been less critical of it yeah that makes sense it's uh i almost uh like my only description of this is uh i would summarize this as stephen king's halloween because it is very stephen king yeah it is and like also thinking back it is the most it is it is if this came out in the 80s it would be like, everybody would be like, hell yeah. But since th- this right. is a very 80s, like, this one's just 80s all over. It reminds me of a lot of different movies. It reminds me of um, Halloween 6 a little bit. It reminds mm-hmm. me of, um, you know, people have said Christine, which makes sense. Um, it obviously... Um, I feel like there was one other thing that it sort of reminded me of. Um, some people have been, you know, saying like Rob Zombie's Halloween too, or I can see a little bit of that, um, which I also didn't like <laughs> Rob Zombie's <laughs> Halloween too either. Um, but yeah, it is very, the storyline is very eighties and it's very like, I, it reminds me a lot of those like four, six, like, like them just like throwing ideas at the wall of like how to continue the Halloween story. Um, yeah, it, it does remind me of that sort of energy. It yeah, it did really it did really feel like the Jamie trilogy. From, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Especially that. Well, I don't want to give spoilers because we're not doing the spoilers yet. But like this idea of like evil passing on to other people reminds me a lot of of that trilogy. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to think. I I did like it. I like how weird it was. Right. I had a fun time with it. Um, yeah, I thought it was fun, and there. I mean, obviously, it's like the same thing with Halloween Kills. Right. Um, there's a lot of there was bad in that movie, but I think like the the good in that one outweighed the bad to me, and yeah. made up for it. And the same, and I think, it's the same thing yeah. with this movie. Yeah, and that's why I say like it might not have been a bad movie, but I didn't like it because I think I think I could agree with like Halloween Kills. Like I'm. I think a lot of people have great reasons to not like it, but it just like it, and it went in a different direction as um, Halloween 2018. But it went in a direction that I enjoyed and like I understood and made sense to me for like the characters and how they set them up. Mm-hmm. And like for this one, I think um, it was more of a reach to me, like in how, especially like Lori and. Um, and Allison's character acted. I guess we don't know too much about Allison's character from the first two movies, but it seemed uh, different. The only thing I knew about her character in the first one is that her phone got thrown into a bowl of gravy. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I know about her. Or pudding or whatever that was. <laughs> claim it's pudding. I think it was gravy. This is obviously Southern Illinois. I want to know why they would even have pudding or gravy at a, at a school dance. <laughs> 
Look, I didn't, look. Here's the thing. This is this is what I'm thinking. Okay, these are two. I'm gonna. We need to retcon some commentary in those two episodes for Halloween and Halloween Kills. Because I got two comments because I watched both those movies right before this one. Uh, the thing about the gravy is, uh, I, I, there may have been. I'm don't go don't go back and fact check me and go looking everybody. <laughs> but I think there was a plate next to it with some crumbs on it. And what I think what happened was somebody made biscuits and gravy. <laughs> they made too much too gravy, much. So not said. enough biscuits. <laughs> and so you can't have you can't just have straight gravy, no biscuits. You got to have biscuits and gravy. I, I would have biscuits. No gravy before I would have gravy, no biscuit. So I'm thinking right. what happened was not enough biscuits, too much gravy. That's what happened. They had a whole bowl. And then you noticed it was like not a lot had been consumed. So maybe it was like, oh shit. Or maybe, you know what? You don't see a plate there. If you go back, if you do happen to go back and look and you see there's not a plate there, what happened was somebody made the gravy and then another person, this joker was supposed to bring the biscuits, forgot, and said, we just got a bowl full of gravy. Anyway, second retcon I want to talk about. <laughs> so stupid. Um, the the opening of Halloween t- or Kills, I was going to call it too, Halloween Kills doesn't make sense to me. Because I feel like Lori Strobe would live outside of Haddonfield city limits. Right. Which means right. she would fall into volunteer fire department territory. <laughs> now, if Lori Strode's plan was to burn down her house to kill Michael Myers, spoiler for a movie you should have already seen. <laughs> um, Especially before this one. <laughs> yeah. Her, 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 so her the whole contingency of this plan is to burn down her house. Mm-hmm. Meaning, she wants her house to get burned down. So... Volunteer fire department. I don't know how it is where you're from, Peyton, but in the South, you got to pay dues. And if you don't pay dues, guess what? Your house getting burnt. Oh my God. That's so, yeah. So I feel like (laughs) Lori did not choose not to spend that 75 bucks a month on volunteer (laughs) firefighter coverage. Therefore, those guys were outside their jurisdiction and. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, I don't know. That, that's that's a thought I had while watching Halloween Kills like, the other night. Uh, Think on these facts, people. Anyway, <laughs> Halloween. I love this Halloween. franchise. <laughs> um, on that note, let's get into spoilers because I'm, I'm tired of not doing spoilers. Yeah. Uh, I like the movie. Peyton didn't like the movie. We don't know if it was good or not. It was it was it was different. Okay, that's yeah. all I gotta say. So if. If you're waiting, you're like, oh, I got to watch it now. Well, pause it. Go watch it and then come back. <laughs> all right. Anyway. um, Yeah. So the thing that I wrote down about this movie in regard to, and this is all uh, the main two influences to me are Stephen King's Christine and then Friday the 13th, A New Beginning, which I don't know if you've watched the F-13 franchise. Is that the one with the Carrie character in it? No, that's seven. That's okay. uh, <laughs> that's um. I've definitely I've seen is the a the new beginning new the one where he is like resurrected by a lightning bolt or is that a different nope that one? is that is part six Jason <laughs> I'm talking about part five. I watched, I've watched a bunch of them, but I can't remember all of them. <laughs> oh man, but um, we're eventually they're all blended the, in my mind. We're eventually going to cover that on the podcast, but that's when we have twelve weeks to dedicate. Yeah, that's which, so much. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think I only got halfway through. I, I think I got up until before he goes to New York, so. Uh, well, oh, 
It's not called Jason Takes Manhattan. It should be Jason Takes a Long <laughs> Ship Ride to Manhattan. Anyway. Um, excuse me. The um, New Beginning is famous for not having Jason Voorhees. It's a person impersonating Jason Voorhees. Oh, okay, okay. Evidenced by... remember this. He has the hockey mask has like blue accents on it instead oh, of right, red right, accents. Right, right. So that's what this felt like to me. There were this movie is just it's so different because it's like they've done everything with this franchise already, and you can feel that this is the thirteenth entry. Which, by the way, right. Bravo to Halloween for beating. Friday the Thirteenth two thirteen entries. Oh wow! Yeah. They're, uh, Friday the 13th is stuck on 12 at the moment. They got one more to go. <laughs> but They know um, they got to make the 13th one, like, really iconic. Well, there's a big rights thing going on. Oh, which, for sure. Uh, I'm not going to get into it. If we ever do the f- Friday the 13th movies, we can get to the legal battle yeah. Friday the 13th. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, that was... Like, watching this movie, I'm like, oh yeah, they've, they're fucking... They like they've ran out of stuff to do. They're like, oh well, who's an, like, what else was prominent in the eighties? Oh, Stephen King. So right. like, Dairy like Haddonfield has somehow become Dairy Maine. That's what right. it feels like to me. Like, right. With from it, and then um, yeah, Christine with Corey Cunningham, which it's obviously because Arnie Cunningham is the main character in Christine. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, I haven't seen Christine in a long time. Yeah, which is another, you know, movie directed by John Carpenter. Right. But, um, yeah, so they obviously, bravo to them. They did a great job of making a movie that, like, the plot-wise feels like it came out of the 80s. For sure. And it's yeah. like an 80s plot with modern, like, st- sensibility, I guess. In yeah. regard to, like, co- like, shooting and acting and all that, you know. Anyway. Right. I, I mean... It was a great. I liked it. Okay. <laughs> I like them. I saw someone posted the uh, the credit titles, and I didn't know this when I saw it, but the all the titles match like the corresponding films from like the original. Uh, like the text matches. So like the text in this for the credits was like these blue bold letters that match like what season of the witch titles yeah, look yeah, like. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool. It threw me off because I was like, because uh, it was like seeing the season, the witch titles, but yeah. with like pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> Which, because in that one, it's like a dot matrix, like, or like a computer image of a pumpkin right, coming up. Right, right. Yeah. And yeah, I really that, like the credits from season of the witch. Yeah. And then um, it really threw me off. Yeah. With just seeing the season of the witch. Mixed with like Halloween, Halloween two style pumpkin stuff. Yeah, it was weird to see the blue letters. I, I didn't get the reference until I saw it later on. <laughs> I was so confused by those blue letters. And blue letters were coming on the screen, and I was just mesmerized, but also confused. Just I was. Like I was like, a space I was like, Odyssey. blue blue letters and a Halloween movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> At least they didn't go the Halloween 4 route, which I feel like Halloween 4 is the most cozy of the opening credits. That's the one where it's like they're showing the, the, the pumpkin like, field it's and like, like the fields the of pumpkins and barns. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's, it's very, like, it's very artsy. The, the, the Halloween 4 uh, credits. <laughs> it's like, are we, uh, are we about to, are we about to get some 
like see somebody kill a bunch of people, we better drink a bunch of cider and cozy up by the fire. And anyway, I think we'd agree that Funny. is the, co- the coziest of the franchise. Yeah. Halloween four. Yeah. Um. Do we, do we want to go this beat by beat, or we just want to go off the top of the dome? Um, we yep. can go. I don't know. Top of the dome, maybe. I don't know. I was gonna. Do we want to talk about like the opening sequence or? Yeah, that really caught me off guard. How they did the opening of this movie. Yeah, I really liked how they did that. With um, and then I got a call back to John Carpenter's The Thing. And it's yeah, also a callback to Halloween. <laughs> yeah, because in Halloween they're watching like the original The Thing and the, yeah. or the the thing that came from outer space, whatever the original one's called. Mm-hmm. And then I like that. I like that callback. To, there were a lot of fun callbacks in this movie. Um, yeah. That they were watching like John Carpenter's The Thing. That was fun. Yeah, that. Um, but yeah, that whole sequence with Corey and uh, the little kid Jeremy. That was very because yeah. it was like because like. Because it was just, it was shocking because, like, you're watching it going, like, oh, yeah, Michael Myers is still Michael's loose. Michael's going to come. Yeah. Yeah. And so they set that expectation as if Michael Myers is going to come, like, to do it. But no, it's just a little kid pulling a prank. And then, like, prank goes wrong. Just and the then, worst. Yeah. The worst accident to happen. Which, like, yeah. They really telegraphed it, though, with the whole. They telegraphed it, but yeah, I didn't. Also, didn't it caught me off guard because the whole they kept showing the stairs, right? And how tall the like, yeah, the opening was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, yeah I knew it was going to happen, but but it was just it was still very shocking. I think like a child death and most stuff is pretty shocking. Yeah, I I because I read like uh, I avoided everything. I saw the trailer for this, the teaser for this once, right. Before, I think I went, when I'm going to go see Confess Fletch in the theater. Yes. Mm-hmm. Might have been Fletch. Anyway. Which, by the way, movie played in 500 theaters. I somehow found the one theater around here that was playing Confess Fletch. <laughs> That's how diehard of a Fletch fan I am. That's why we're going to cover <laughs> Fletch next week. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? So, I, and I happened to read a short plot synopsis on, um, like on the theater's website. Because we were thinking about going to see this movie on our vacation next week. Mm-hmm. Um, since next week, we're going to all the Halloween locations in Pasadena. So I'm very oh, stoked fun. about that. I might record. I might bring my little field recorder with me. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. We might do. Anyway. Um, anyway, I was reading the plot synopsis, and I, and I read about a babysitter, like, killer. Like, a, oh, okay. A, getting a, like a, somebody getting accused of killing, like, while babysitting. So I was like... So I read that in my mind. I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, based off that information, I was like, all right. So kid gets loose and it's Michael Myers that kills it. Then this kid gets blamed. But no, they took another direction and gets accused of manslaughter. Right. I I didn't know anything going into the movie, but I did see people posting about like, I guess this movie's about Corey. So when they said the name Corey at the beginning of it, I was like, okay, this character, whoever this is. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I thought it was a, I I really like the idea of like what they're trying to do, uh, with this like Corey character, and I think it would would have been really interesting, um, or I think it starts off really interesting because I do think, especially like with this this thing of like all the people turning on um, Lori's character and sort of blaming her for what happened because they're like saying that she provoked Michael. 
um, and just like seeing like what what uh, this huge like tragedy does to this town and like turns them against each other. I thought that idea was really interesting. Um, I think the part that loses it for me with Corey is I think it would have been much more interesting if he stayed like a a good character as opposed to like an evil character. I think the like passing of the evil like spirit type of thing that they do with Michael and Corey is not as interesting to me as like actual people outside of supernatural influences having to deal with the consequences or the accidents that happen in their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a I had a I had a feeling that they were going to do what I thought was going to happen was that like Corey was going to disappear and then Michael was going to keep killing people. And then like, we wouldn't know if it was Corey or Michael that was killing people. Like, that's what I thought was going to happen. Oh, that's a cool thing. What I thought was going to happen was that Corey, like Michael was going to kill somebody else, like related to Corey or whatever. Right. So like, um, cause it's established that Michael's in that, you know, living in the sewer, you know, mm-hmm. down by the river. Um, <laughs> Which also happens, doesn't he live in a sewer or something in, in uh, five? Curse of, in Curse of Michael? No, he's... Uh, in five, he's, like, his body, like, washes up in the sewer or something, and then that old man, like, takes care of him? It's like, he's in he's in the sewer, and he's washed up in, like, a crick bed. I was saying crick, because that's what that old man would have called it. Oh, i seen that old, old white mass fella down by the crick. Anyway... That old Some homeless old- man under the bridge reminded me a lot of that of that storyline too. Yeah, and um, <laughs> now I want to see Chuck Connors as uh, from his character from Tourist Trap um, as the guy who resurrected. Oh, so I saw you down by the creek, boy. You know, they got, you know they got a bunch of water moccasins down there. Anyway, what was I going to say? Sorry, you you thought that Michael was going to kill oh. someone connected to Corey. So the situation I thought was going to happen was, um. <laughs> Since they were on that bridge right above Michael, I thought Michael was like, "Whoop, people are nearby. Time to kill." Oh, right, right. And then he was going to kill all of them, and then right. he was going to get accused. Of course, he's going to get accused of killing all those kids. Right, right. I thought it was going to be like, yeah, that Michael was going to keep keep killing people, but people were going to think it was Corey because he but was then, like missing or something. Well, he is not missing. He goes to jail, and then it's up to oh, Laurie right. Strode. And to prove his innocence. And to prove his innocence with the help of Hawkins. I was hoping for a buddy cop movie with Lori Strode. Oh, that would have been fun. Oh, now I want that movie. That would have been fun. Yeah. Oh, man. I just, I think, maybe it's because I didn't like Six that much, but I just didn't like and the idea of, like, he passes the... Because I think the movie was trying to tell us that he, like, passed the evil through his eye to Corey. And yeah. I think... I heard uh, that there was another ending of this movie where um, where when Laurie killed Michael, he like passed the evil to her or something, which I think there are like still a little bit of remnants to it a little well, bit a, in the film. But um, huh. yeah, I'm glad they didn't go in that direction. But I think that that was a plan. That's dumb. Yeah. But they didn't do that. <laughs> Because just, because it, when I rewatched it, like when he passes the evil to Corey, you see like all these flashbacks in Corey's mind, and then when Lori kills him, um, you see all her flashbacks of like all those violent moments from like the original movie and stuff. So I can see like how they might have 
Well, the difference that? with her was that she was seeing all the all of her like all of her loved ones that were killed, right? Like right, all of her friends true. and yeah. Karen and all of them. So that was like her, like right. oh, like I've avenged all of you, basically. Right, right. I got ch- I got chills just saying that. Just <laughs> about that. That's great. Uh, yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Speaking of like bringing up. You know, we referenced the other trilogy earlier. Like, we got the new killer thing, which was like the original new like ending of Halloween Four, where right. it was like Jamie was going to be the new killer. And then we have the Eyes of Michael Myers, which is from Halloween Five, right? Which also made me think of the Eyes of Laura Mars, written by John Carpenter. Which check that movie out; it's pretty good. Yeah, it's I want to see it. It's on, it's been on my list for a while. It's a rare uh, American Giallo film. It's crazy. Uh. Anyway, um, and then of course we got the radio station. That's from Halloween when, Six. When that started, when the movie started, and I heard the the radio jockey, I was like, "Oh, Nick is gonna live for this." <laughs> the urge. <laughs> and what uh, was shit, the na- the name of the station? Is like really funny too. It's like it's W uh, W U R G. The urge. The urge. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think I think it's weird how like because they put that radio tower in Haddonfield in Halloween yeah. Kills, and then there was like a quick oh it snippet. is in Halloween okay, and there was a quick snippet of the urge when um what's his name Travoli the penguin looking guy whenever he oh, steals right, right. the car yeah you hear like oh it's he, playing on the radio because he's it's playing classical music and then yeah. this is what made me think it was uh, Michael Myers because we famously established on this podcast right. that Michael Myers is a huge <laughs> fan of 70s rock so I thought he was changing the, I knew it was Michael because he was changing yeah. the station he was trying to he was trying to pick up slow ride and uh, and you hear like the urge and it's revealed it's not Michael it's a red herring so maybe <laughs> Michael introduce uh, Travoli to the urge to not to yeah not just to the urge but to like all his he has a whole record collection he showed them all of his smoking the bandit movies they've watched they let Hooper, him have a lot know. in that in that facility that he stayed yeah. in with Sartane let me, let me tell you something Michael you can have you can have your vinyl collection you can have your Burt Riddles movies okay as long as you say something. <laughs> say something Michael Michael's first words is uh, Hooper it's like what is Hooper what is that me playing a guard it's like oh that's a reference to a 1979 film starring Burt Reynolds you're one of the you're one of the guards in the movies that gives us all the the oh, um... I would love to be an exposition guard <laughs> exposition. so bad I was I was I laughed so hard at the beginning of uh, Halloween Resurrection when I rewatched it because there was With the, the nurses nurses yeah, that's, the ner- that's oh, you didn't my hear favorite about Michael Myers that's my fa- that's my favorite exposition uh, characters the nurses in the facility in Halloween Resurrection. The one is the, the guard at the beginning of Halloween Four was very that's good. funny too. That, that's funny too. But he, but the two nurses is just tops it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Stall as I look up what year Hooper came out. Nineteen seventy eight. I was a year off. It was a year after Smoking the Bandit. <laughs> anyway, uh, I hate myself now. What was I going to say? We're off track. Oh, um, let's see. I'll tell you my favorite scene in this movie. Guess okay. what my favorite scene was? Right off the top of your dome. Uh, I'm going to sit here and 
<laughs> well, I I want it. Well, I think it's because we were just talking about it, but I didn't know if it was the the scene in the radio station, like the kills in the radio station, or is it outside of kills? It's a it's it's, it's not a kill scene. It is the grocery store scene. <gasps> That's a, that was my other thought. I was wondering. That is a really good scene. I fucking, I was just like, can I just watch it? That's why I wanted my police procedural. I know, I know. My yeah. buddy cop movie with Laurie and Hawkins. I know. I would have loved to have more Hawkins in this movie. He was very, like, not in it very much. He's in, like, three scenes. That's. I think that's another thing that I didn't, that that I, not that I didn't like, but that I would have liked is to, we had a bunch of characters come back in this movie, and they weren't, like, used very much like hawkins kyle richards like like she her character was definitely like written in like in a late draft for she like was, the, yeah she always feels like a decoration yeah yeah like, like i liked her in halloween kills like they give her like something to do but in this mm-hmm. one she didn't really have anything important to do in the in like the in um yeah, like she's in like two or three scenes. Like the first scene, she's just hanging out at Lori's house, which yeah, is nice. Reading, reading tarot cards. Yeah, that was nice to like establish then, um, that they like hang out and stuff. But and then she works at the bar. Yeah, and then she's like, "Oh well, Roger over there will tell you." And the guy's like, "Boy, boy, <laughs> yeah, my son died, and I was looking at this, looking at oh, Corey." Right, right, right. Yeah. And um, anyway, what's uh, <laughs> yeah. That was just a random. That was like an initial thought I had after this. Yeah. The um, we're just gonna jump around if that's fine. Listener, is that okay? <laughs> I love how every time I say listener, is that okay? I look at my microphone. <laughs> if I look at my microphone, Peyton, I'm talking to the listener. Okay, good, good. I'm um, answer then. What do you think about that? I'm talking to the listener just then. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, cross-eyed there. <laughs> Well, because the microphone's right in front of me. I gotta go cross side. Um, oh, I love the Nick Castle cameo so much. Yeah, he was the, the guy who opened his jacket, right? He was the flasher, and he had like, the, or- I, <laughs> the, he had the organ like, morph suit. Yeah, I didn't, and the li- I didn't realize it was him until the second time I watched it. Yeah, and the line he says is, uh, see, can't see anything you like? like? Which, <laughs> which is what Linda says in the first Halloween. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> And um, I'm trying to think what else. Of course, yeah. I love, yeah, the, re- I love oh, that ahead. she has a picture of her, Linda, and Annie in her house. That was really nice. Yeah, I liked that a lot. A promotional photo from the first movie comes back. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I really like that. And um, I liked the mask that Corey wore to the Scarecrow mask. I thought that was oh, that was really creepy. Cool. Yeah. That looks like something like Spirit Halloween has like those type of masks. I wonder if mm. it's like they were just like, hey, Spirit, we need to use your mask. <laughs> um, I liked the when he when Michael kills the nurse that Allison works with, and it's like a reference to the kill when he kills Linda's boyfriend in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you want to go down, go, go speed through the kills? Not speed through them, but just sure. dissect the them first? and talk about them. So besides the kid that dies, who's the first like intentional kill? The is it first the, in- the homeless man is the vagabond, as he said in the credits. Oh, okay. So he's um he's moited. Moited. Which I'm gonna talk about this real quick. The knife that Corey has was given to him by Lori. Yes. And so Lori gave him the knife, introduced him to Allison. Which put him on this path. So it's her fault. 
towards meeting Michael Myers. <laughs> what I'm saying is that Michael and Lori together created Corey. Right. Oh, wow. Crazy, huh? Created him. We made you. <laughs> I was reading a Fangoria article today where it was Jimmy Lee Curtis interviewed uh, Nick Castle and James Jude Courtney about 44 years of Halloween and like mm-hmm. them both being her shapes. And talking about how Michael Myers is like the, besides Hawkins introduced now, has been the only man in her life. Oh, yeah. Like, we never see her ex-husbands. We never right. see her boyfriends. We just, right. like, it's it's always been Michael Myers. Yeah. And, like, at the end of this, you know, her and Hawkins getting together, she finally has a new man. I know. <laughs> anyway. I love it. But, yeah, they, uh, so, Corey is the uh, weird child of Lori and Michael. Uh, yeah. It's the, the vagabond, and then... I don't and think then there's another the, kill for a while, right? D- then Doug Bellini, the cop. Oh, the cop, right? Ugh. Whistles. Allison just has Allison just has horrible, atrocious taste in men. You don't like Cameron? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's slightly better in Halloween Kills, but I hated Cameron. Uh, didn't like Cameron, and then she dated this old cop. <laughs> His this I don't I don't know if it's like but the side all right <laughs> I've seen this happen before in cutting people's hair they like cut around the ears but right. cut way too much yeah one side of his his haircut around his ears on one side is just cut a little bit more than the other yeah and it was like bothering me and I was and I just wondered I was like does he have a scar like what's the what's the deal with this <laughs> it was just, it just threw me off man. <laughs> And then Corey, like she just she just needs to be by herself for a while or so. I don't even know. I think I, I, when 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 at the end when she leaves Haddonfield, she's like priority yeah. leave Haddonfield. Second. Find, a, find a normal dude. Find somebody my age. Yeah, yeah. The old cop, which I uh, that sequence is very fun with the cop because like he's following Corey, right, right. And then Corey's like Corey knows he's following him, so right. Corey's like. I'm gonna lead him leading back to him the, to to Michael, yeah, lead him back to the turtle cave <laughs> and um that was fun of like him working together with Michael to kill the guy. I don't know that was interesting. It is interesting because it is something different that the series has never done, like n- Michael's never had an accomplice before, yeah, it's I just uh what cracked me up was that like <laughs> Michael was like. I, it was like he was like leveling up as he was right. like killing the guy. He was like, I don't know how to do this, and then right. like he snapped. I was and goes, thinking, I remember now, and like just like each I remember stab, thinking, like, I remember thinking during that part. I was like, Michael's like, I'm too old. I'm getting too old for this. Yeah, I mean, well, he's shit. Um, the day this episode comes out, yeah. Michael is 65 years old. <laughs> He's retired now. Yeah. I, I love that they, they released this in the movie that the year, the, they released this movie the year Michael Myers hits retirement age, 65 yeah. years old. <laughs> and that's Bravo. why he had to pass, that's why he had to pass it on to Corey. He was like, I'm getting too old for this. Say, <laughs> so, listen, people, I, you know, I would, I would give it to, you know, a relative. 
I had a sister. Don't know what happened to her. <laughs> kind of f- foggy. I don't know. I know I know I killed one of them for sure. But the other one, I might have had a little sister. Might not have had a little sister. I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing Robert De Niro face while doing. You know what I mean? It's me, Michael Myers. But, <laughs> what was I gonna say? But he's like, yeah, he's like, I don't want to be accused of nepotism. Yeah. So, Corey, you can just have it, okay? Have my madness. Uh, Look into my eyes. <laughs> Creepy. So then he kills um, the cop, and then is it the doctor and the nurse? Um. Yeah. But yeah, I do like the cop. the the cop The cop death was just. I just that whole thing with Michael. Like he's like, all right, I'm just building, building up, building up. <laughs> it was just cool. I just like. Yeah. It. Yeah, it was cool. Um. Sorry, I'm on Spirit Halloween's website trying to see if they they got a scarecrow mask like that one. <laughs> Leprechaun. Nope, they don't. All right, back to the movie. So, yeah, after old dude, and then they've officially like you know made a partnership, mm-hmm. Corey and Michael, and then Allison is of course passed up for promotion because one of the other nurses is making He's sex sleeping with the doctor. doctor. Yep, yeah. and then um. So, this is a weird thing, because when they started seeing this sequence, I was like, wait a minute, because there was like a weird, because Corey's like, we should get out of here. We should we should go on the road, talking to Allison. Like, right, we need, right. We need to burn this place down, man. Yeah. And then Allison's like, yeah, let's do it. And then, and then cut to the doctor and the nurse coming home, and I'm like, hold up, Allison about to kill somebody? That is a thought <laughs> I had for a split second. But then, um, yeah, so it's... You know, the nurse is like, as a congratulations for promotion, is given right. a robe and she like goes and takes a shower like you do. Like you do. As soon as I get a robe. I think with, I a, with a psycho reference, it seemed like that was the shot of the shower head that they do in psycho. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. See, they're referencing movies in <laughs> original Halloween reference. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so while she's doing that, you hear like the doctor's like setting up. He's got he's putting out putting out a meat plate, charcuterie, and all that stuff. <laughs> he's down in some Viagra, <laughs> something. Yeah, doing something. <laughs> and then uh, and then she's like getting a shower, and all of a sudden you hear like something outside, and it's Corey out there wearing the scarecrow mask, like stabbing the doctor stabbing with like a plastic do- bag. <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh shit!" And then all of a sudden, like OG comes in, Michael Myers, and yeah, we referenced that earlier with her death. Like she gets yeah. pinned to the wall, and oh man, yeah, that was a that was a, that was pretty gnarly. Yeah, but <laughs> this scene, this is the one note I had about this movie that just fucking made me die laughing. <laughs> so, like, Michael's pins her to the like art, you know, piece of art, and she like right. dies looking at Corey, and he's like doing his little hand thing where he's right. like. The puppet master, some shit like that. <laughs> and um, I'm trying to think of like other works in which people get access to like this, like otherworldly being. They like they, you know, have a con- like control over. It's like uh, a story, you know, yeah. like old is. It's like a very old story. Mm-hmm. This trope or whatever, like. You're able like a to, golem or something. Yeah, like you're able to control something else to do your bidding for right, you. Right, right. And that's kind of like what that felt like. Was like he's yeah. like you know whatever. I'm that to makes think. sense. Like Psycho Gorman's the only thing that comes off the top mm. of my head. I don't know if you've seen Psycho Gorman. No, I haven't seen it. 
It's on Shutter, everybody. Peyton, it's on Shutter. <laughs> Listener, it's on Shutter. Um, it's great. It's very funny. It's gory and it's funny. Um, but yeah, the kids in that movie, it's like two little kids who have an amulet that controls this like demon alien creature, and so they like <laughs> use him to do their bidding. But it's like oh, one of them, the one that has the control, which he's like eight years old. It's very funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> he like stabs the nurse, and then like. Corey has that moment, and then all of a sudden you hear, I think you hear the motorcycle sound effect, and then it cuts to the motorcycle going down the road. For a second, I it thought Michael like Myers. Michael's riding on I the thought motorcycle. Michael Myers was in the back of that motorcycle. I died laughing. Arms wrapped around Corey. That would be so funny. Oh, I remember I remember the other <laughs> reference. Uh it reminded me of Greece too. <laughs> Talking about Michael and uh Michael and Corey on the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. And just Corey riding around the motorcycle in the in the, the it just reminded me of Greece too, yeah. Of Greece or Greece Greece T O O or Greece the number two? Greece the number two. Okay. Uh, well guess what? I know what I'm gonna be photoshopping. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um God. And then is there not another kill until the the band bullies? It's it's so funny to me that the people bullying him are from the marching band. Yeah, <laughs> that's so ridiculous. Um, yeah, I guess they were trying to like flip it or whatever instead of having yeah. jocks have it being like nerds. <laughs> Which um, I don't know how like, how even the nerds are bullies now. <laughs> I don't know how the power dynamic has changed since I was in high school 15 yeah. years ago, but that's definitely crazy. Um, I forget what I was going to say. Oh man. Oh yeah. So the next, so that this, so Michael is at two deaths, two kills at this moment. Corey is at three. Well, so Corey killed Jeremy vagabond and then the doctor okay. and then Michael was killed. The nurse. What? The nurse and the cop. Yeah. Yeah, joint kill, yeah. Which, um, do we want to do that as a, a kill assist on the cop? The two of them, is that both count as Yeah. One? Yeah, I would say so. One each? Anyway. Um, so Michael. <laughs> but Michael does the stabbing while, while Corey does right. the holding in that death. Anyway. <laughs> so what's the next one? Yeah, we really don't see any deaths until... I think it's the band, the the marching band, right? I'm looking at this. Yeah, it kills the nurse. Yeah, oh yeah, they plan to leave Haddonfield while Lori gets suspicious of Corey. Yeah, and she um, meets his mom that's like the mom from Carrie. Yeah. Except not religious. Yeah, I feel like there's another, another movie. Another Stephen King. I feel like there's another movie where the mom is like super. She also reminds me of Adrian Barbeau and Creep Show a little bit. That's just another like, thing, Creep Show. Like the way that um, she sh- yells. Well, the whole that 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 death with the cop made me think of Creep Show with mm-hmm. the crate, and yeah. which like lure lure something to like right. to a location, get killed by that thing. Mm-hmm. Which Stephen King, Carrie, Stephen King. This is like this is Stephen <laughs> King's Halloween. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Stephen King's watching and going, like, ah, what the heck? I live in Maine. I live in in Bangor. Oh, man. I would never attempt to do a Stephen King impression because I can't. He doesn't really have a Maine accent. Yeah. But um, 
Don't go down the road there. That's my impression of uh, Fred Gwynn from Pet Cemetery. You don't go down that road. Anyway, that's my main accent. It's just a Fred Gwynn impression from Pet Cemetery. Oh man, where are we at now? So yeah, the so while all this is happening, Lori is just like living her life. Yeah, for the most part, worried about writing her, writing her book, writing her book. Yes. What was it? Um, uh, what was it like? Oh, what was the name of the book? It's it something was like, like Stalkers something something. I don't it's, know. And Sawin. Sawin. But it's <laughs> Sam Hain is the last word, but it's Sawin. It's pronounced Sawin. She used yeah. to, Sam Hain in the name of her book. That's insane. Yeah. What was it they always have the character come back and write a book. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you think of like when um when Sydney Prescott writes a book in Scream Four, I think it is. Well, Gay Weathers wrote. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Gay Weathers. The 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 <laughs> the the uh oh, shit. What's the name of the the Woodboro murders? The Woodsboro murders. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's like it's three S's. It's like yeah. stalker something and Sawin. Anyway. It's it's a working title. It's a working title. Yeah, oh, yeah. obviously the publishers didn't get it. And it's like we gotta change this. Let's call this Halloween. It's like wait a minute, you wrote a book in which all the deaths happen on Halloween, and you don't call this book Halloween. I, I want to know what publisher. <laughs> I just love how we're we're talking about a, a franchise that takes place. Oh, it's Dr. Loomis! Not- Dr. Loomis writes a book and two in the in the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. Yeah, and he also isn't he working on one in, in the Curse of Michael Myers? <laughs> oh, maybe I can't remember. Maybe because I remember like on the radio, it was like where wherever is Dr. Loomis? He's like happily retired, and he's like doing <laughs> something with book. butterflies or some shit. I don't know, but um. Anyway, what I was saying is that I love that um, this is strictly like a movie, a franchise that takes place in the Midwest, and because of my limited range on voices, every person in this that doesn't have a voice somehow has a like a New York accent. Is what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this. Anyway, um, yeah. So then Corey steals Michael Myers' mask. Which that sequence is cool because it's like just a shot down the pipe, right? And then right. like a that slow, cool. a slow dolly, and mm-hmm. then you see the fight or whatever. Then then Corey's like, "Got it," and then leaves. <laughs> and Michael's like, "Oh shit, I can't go. It's daytime." <laughs> so anyway, and then um, yeah, Corey, and this is the most Christine part of this, in which they go to a junkyard. Absolutely, Christine, fight all the bullies. Anyway, um, end of podcast. End of podcast. <laughs> um, that that I think that those cool kills are pretty cool in the graveyard. Um, yeah. They do another one of those like stomping pumpkin head type kills with the with, uh, with the nice bully. <laughs> I don't know what. Her yeah, name I, is. I feel so. I feel so I feel bad, bad when she her. got killed. Yeah, because she tried to help him the whole time. Yeah, but like she, she was, didn't even like bully him at all. She was like, "Let's stop, guys." She was guilty by association. Yeah, and then um, so the first guy he gets it, it's an off-screen kill where he gets a drumstick to the eye, parked in the LeBaron, and then the second kill, this whole string of kills right here is just dope because then yeah. the next one, 
He it's takes the, the tow truck. It's the other girl. Yeah. Yeah, he's taking the tow truck and like one the girl one of the girls jumps over the fence. And the second one, the nice bully, she jumps over the fence, but she's still hanging on when the truck hits the fence. Yeah. So she's pinned up under the truck, up under the fence. Yeah, that's and really then, cool. And then Corey gets out the cab, pulls out a monkey wrench, and then like off screen like beats the shit out of her. Yeah. And then while this is happening, main bully is talking to Corey's stepdad, Ron. Yeah, trying to get his attention. What's the movie that the dad is watching in the office, you know? Hard Target, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I knew you would know what it was. I had Directed by John one. Woo, produced by Sam Raimi and Rob Tappert from the <laughs> Evil Dead franchise. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, look at that mullet. Look at that mullet on that main character. That is the one, if you ever see Wilford Brimley riding a horse away from an explosion, that's what, yeah. that, that's, what that's from. Uh, that's also the movie where Jean-Claude Van Damme, like, he's holding a snake, and he does, like, a uh-huh. judo chop to the snake and, like, kills it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I know all this about this movie, have never seen it. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, that was, like, one of John Woo's, like, first uh, American films. Oh, that's crazy. And I think yeah, it's what so he's getting... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say this. I think that's what got him the job to do Face Off was oh, yeah. hard target. So the 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 main bully's trying to get his attention, and then... They get guns. They get guns. And then the he dad... Te- oh, go ahead. I just love how he tells them beforehand, this is loaded, and like hands it to him. <laughs> A then, responsible gun owner. Yeah, and then they run out, and then like, so by this time, uh, the the... <laughs> The dad realizes it's Corey, right? The non nice, uh, the non nice girl bully is already dead. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, other one's still pinned up under the fence. Yeah, and then Ron sees Corey, and like Corey's like putting on the mask, which that shot's very cool. Of that Corey is putting very on cool. the mask, and then Ron like is about in like gets down on his knee, like gets down. And then puts his hands up or whatever, and then he gets back up, and as the instance, because uh, yeah, he's trying bully. to like yeah, well, because he's like, wait a second, I'm gonna like talk him down or whatever, yeah. And then the mean bully shoots him in the head while trying to get Corey. That R- Ronald's death is the worst death in this movie, in my opinion, because he's like he has done nothing but good things this entire movie, right, right. And then like didn't deserve any of this, yeah, and. I just. It I feel like yeah. I would have liked to have seen like a moment of like, like Corey like being affected by his death because I do feel like he was close with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would have been like a nice touch. Um, <laughs> it's so funny to me, like in the scene where the this is like not very funny, but it just like was weird to me when the mom like slapped him in the face and then he like sees Ron and Ron's like, I hope you find love. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Ron. Uh, that, that that seed reminded me of her slapping him in the face. Reminded me so much of boogie nights. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whenever, um, Eddie Adams, AKA Dirk Diggler is like thrown out of his house by his mom. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's anyway, that's what that made me think of. <laughs> So Carrie and uh, Boogie Nice are the two Boogie influences. <laughs> but yeah, Ron's like so Ron's killed because he's which is not Corey that kills him. No, it's, it's the main bully. The main bully because he's trying to protect Corey, and then the main bully goes to shoot Corey and kills Ron. Yeah, and then um, do we still see him kill the main bully? Do we know how the main bully dies? 
Well, the, what happens is um, he he like puts him down and he gets a welding torch and like oh that's right that's right and he like, he, like blasts puts into his, his face yeah he puts into his mouth and it's like out of focus as we zoom mm-hmm. into uh good good bully good girl bully, good girl <laughs> bully. still pinned under the fence. still pinned and she's witnessing all of this and yeah. on the way and then on the way out to add insult to injury he yeah pumpkin smashes Stum- stumps her face and oh man but yeah that sequence is like gnarly like that yeah. is yeah anyway you may hate this, this is a movie, very cool but, sequence. Yeah, yeah. You could like shit on this movie all you want, but that that sequence yeah. is dope. No, I think all the kills in this movie are really good. Yeah, yeah. I really oh, like God, that they, the ones coming, the really gnarly one coming up. Go ahead. Um, what I liked about this movie a lot is that there wasn't as many kills because that was my problem with Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. Was it's just like he was just an indestructible tank, which yeah. was they. Cause yeah, they pretty much um, they did what he did what they did with like uh, anyway they just made him indestructible right. Whereas like they were trying to be like no he's just a man and blah 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 right. And then he's like no he's not he's been shot at like at this point he's been shot he gets shot once I don't know I can't I lost how many times he gets <laughs> shot in the in the, the well, what's Doctor Lewis him I shot him six times I know he gets shot six times in the first <laughs> movie and then he gets shot a few more times in the second movie and then anyway <laughs> he's obviously uh, when he was in the hospital he was trained to like. Uh, like heal himself like the predator, right? <laughs> like, I just want that scene of like a like a bathroom scene or like like predator or terminator of like Michael he- he- oh, the, healing himself. The bullets like popping out. Is that yeah, he's is like, that in Terminator where they yeah, like he's pop like out of his skin? Digging, he's like digging bullets out. He's you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, he's sixty four years old in this movie. Just want to throw that out there, or sixty five technically. Yeah. But, so then. Um, does any is that when Corey kills his mom next, or is that the? Yes, he kills his mom next. Yeah, which we don't really see. We just sort of see the build up to it. Well, there's an image online that I've seen a lot of, like a woman holding up a pillow. Yeah, I think that scene was originally longer, and like yeah. there was a struggle or something. Well, here- I've seen a lot of images of like scenes that we didn't see in the movie. What's brilliant about this movie's marketing is that you see a bunch of images of like Michael Myers, but like it's not Michael Myers every time. Yeah, it's Corey. Yeah, yeah. but we don't know that until we yeah. saw the movie. Yeah, and the scene where she, um, where Lori fakes her suicide and then the door opens in the trailer, she definitely says like "Come and get me, Michael" or something like that. But in the movie, mm-hmm. she says something else. Yeah. Oh, she's like, "Did you really think I was going to kill myself?" Yeah. 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 Which I thought was, uh, that whole scene, I was like, uh, I was like, I know this, I know Lori's doing a lot of shit that's out of character. Yeah. But what? <laughs> and I just like, I was legit like, fuck no. Yeah, no, no. No way. And then like, that shit happened. I was like, I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. You know, for a damn fact, she wasn't about to yeah. kill herself. She it was shot very, broken. It's very like Judy Greer in the first movie where she's like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And yeah. then she's like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, Justice for Karen. I know. I, she, <laughs> I think she would have like made this movie a, like 30 times, 30% more better. To quote, a, to quote a super yucky shirt, Judy Greer should have been the lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was going to say, yeah, that um, 
Corey, so Corey kills, and then he goes to the radio station. Yeah. And then we and see then, Darcy the mail girl. Darcy the mail girl from Last Drive-In with Joe Briggs, <laughs> which I feel like, because on the Last Drive-In, she's all about gnarly deaths and whatnot. They even recreate a gnarly death from a movie. Yeah. And then, like, but she just killed casually Off in the screen, background. I know. I know. It would have been cool if she got, like, a big one. I'm sure she probably did, but they just had to maybe had to cut it for, yeah, time, for time or something. Yeah, I like that she that he walks in and she's like, I think she says like, "Who are you?" or something. Yeah, <laughs> like she wouldn't recognize what Michael Myers looked like. She just moved to Haddonfield. <laughs> she pulls out a measuring tape. You're, you're too you're short. Si- to me. You're five eleven. Michael Myers canonically is six foot one. <laughs> she yeah. says canonically. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would love it more if people in horror, like major horror franchises, <laughs> said canonically. Yeah, <laughs> so that would be a very minute. um. That w- I wonder if they say canonically in Scream Five. That would be a very scream scream thing to do. Yeah, I've been going through the Scream movies and the Chucky movies. Mm-hmm. Um, case in point, why the next next series that we're not doing, franchise series we're doing is not Chucky because. I'm going through all the Chucky's. I don't want to watch them again. <laughs> but I will say the later Chucky movies, dope as hell. That I, the Chucky movies are all like directed by the same person. They're all written by the same person. Are all written by the same person? Yeah. They're all written by Don Mancini. The first one was directed by written, co-written and directed by Tom Holland, who did Fright Night. Oh, okay. And then um, he did the second. Yeah, so the second one was directed by one of the co-writers of the first movie, not Don Mancini. Third one, directed by Jack Bender, who directed a bunch of episodes of Lost. The fourth one is uh, Ronnie Yu, who directed Freddy vs. Jason. Fifth and sixth and seventh are all directed by Don Mancini. So he finally comes in and directs the last three. And the Chucky TV show is, I think, directed by him as well. I've heard the TV anyway. show's good. I need to watch it. I think I've only seen Child's Play and Bride of Chucky, but it's been like years since I've seen Bride of Chucky. Oh my God, Bride of Chucky's so good. I, I know. I, I was watching it going like, this is the fucking best. <laughs> I love it Jennifer cr- Tilly. It's crazy how good that movie is. Yeah. I was like, this movie's got no right being this good. Like the fourth <laughs> in the franchise and being this great. <laughs> anyway, to quote myself earlier in the podcast, anyway... We need to have an anyway count. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Corey fucking cutting the tongue off of the the radio jockey. That like I had to look away from the screen. That was too much. That was pretty bad. Yeah, and, and then, then just like, seeing the tongue go around <laughs> on the record. That was bad. Honey, they put they playing that they playing a werewolf song, but it's skipping. It's on the radio. Well, change the station. I can't. I like this song. But it, I don't know, some kind of remix or whatever. Anyway. And then I guess he sets fire to the radio to the radio station because later on we see it on fire. He's like, pissed. They, he didn't like that radio station. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll jump I off think, your... Yeah, I think Corey really, like, kills everybody that's wronged him in his eyes, I guess. Christine. Yeah. Which I'm like, I'm sure they're everybody working on this movie knows like, yeah, fucking we were Christine. That's <laughs> exactly. Main yeah. Um, yes. And then we're introduced. And then after that happens, um, Allison doesn't answer any of Lori's calls. Allison goes to meet 
Corey. Wait, no. Yeah. So sorry, Allison didn't answer Lori's calls. I think yeah. I think she was supposed to meet with Corey, and then he didn't show up. So she he's too busy. Too busy killing. He's too busy killing. So then she she goes to his house, and nobody answers the door because the mom's dead. Everybody's dead. And Meanwhile, then, back at the junkyard, the hard target DVD minis <laughs> is playing on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all should have seen the scene of that junkyard. What scene was it? It was the one with Wilford Brimley riding a horse. Not that scene. I'm talking about the other scene. Not that scene. Oh. These are the two bumbling cops from Halloween 5, yeah. by the way, that are having this conversation. Oh, my God. Like the clown cops. I forgot about them. Oh, God. And, and, yeah, it always uh, plays that clown music when they show <laughs> oh man oh god making me want to go back and watch those stupid ass movies oh i like four but i don't like five that one's a ma- that was bad <laughs> i um i need to go back and watch the theatrical cut because the only cut i'm remembering of curse of michael myers is the producer's cut i remember right. that I don't one think because seen- it's the better one i don't think i've seen the producer's cut I think no I we watched, watched it together when we had oh we did in 2019, when we had that marathon, we watched. That's the cut okay. we watched was the producer's oh, cut. Okay. Which, that's um, where is that where Loomis lives? Does Loomis die in the producer's cut or the director's or the theatrical I can't, cut? I can't, I can't remember. remember. It's been it's been four years since I watched the I theatrical know. one, and three years <laughs> since I watched the producer's cut. Uh. Oh, oh. Yeah, so then so then Lori <laughs> is that when Lori calls the police and says she would like to <laughs> yeah, report a suicide? suicide? I'm still laughing at the idea of just the <laughs> hard target <laughs> Blu-ray. Not that just the hard target DVD, not even Blu-ray <laughs> DVD menu just playing on a loop like in a junkyard somewhere. Um <laughs> for those kind types of movies, they're probably the DVD menu is probably just like a a photo from the movie. It's just and a like, still image. And like and no son, no music or sound or anything. No, no image. It's just a pic- it's just a picture of Jean Claude Van Damme, and then like it says hard target, and then like it yeah. says play movie, um, Settings. subtitles, <laughs> play movie subtitles, trailers, trailer, no special feature, no, trailer, trailer, yeah, that's it. And it and it's in one of those uh, it's in one of those cardboard cases that have the yeah. flip. That's the, anyway. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, I'm lo- see, we're picture we're painting a better picture of the world for you, listener. <laughs> oh God! Anyway, um, so yeah, she calls in the suicide thing, and then like you hear like a gunshot, and then like a splatter and a gunshot, and then like the door opens, and then you see like pumpkin laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. As soon as I heard that splatter, I was like, "She shot that pumpkin." That was a pumpkin. Yeah, me too. That was a pumpkin. <laughs> she straight up shot that pumpkin. And then he's like, you really think I was going to kill myself? I was like, Ugh! And then shot him. Yeah. And then he falls down the stairs. Just and like then, that kid. Oh, man. And, and then, then he... Yeah. She unmasks him and then like, oh, you piece of shit. And he's just like, <laughs> well, if she can't have me. And then he like stabs himself in the neck oh, trying to kill so himself. stupid. And then Lori <laughs> stupidly pulls the knife out. I know. I was like, leave him alone. Don't touch him, Lori. Like, you're not going to save his life. You're just going to make yourself look guilty. <laughs> Here's the th- every listener, okay? If you get stabbed, leave the knife in because if you pull the knife out, you know what that makes? It makes a hole. Same thing goes <laughs> with your tires. 
That's what this podcast is about, is proper education about how to take care of your tires. If you see a puncture hole from a nail, don't take the nail out because that's going to create a hole. <laughs> All right. I, th- I, I was rewatching. Um, never mind. I think it was maybe this one. I was watching Halloween. I don't know what podcast it was. I like to give tips every now and then, but it was proper uh, cast iron skillet care. I think that was another movie. That, anyway, I saw one in Halloween, and Halloween ends. She, Lori uses she, a cast iron. Yeah, she does. She gets, she gets all kinds of uses. She uses it as a weapon. She uses it as a hammer. She makes eggs with it. Oh, for, oh I forgot about when she hammers. Oh gosh, when she hammers the knife into his hand. So then, um. <laughs> Yeah, so Corey's... So yeah, Allison walks dead. in. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, Allison walks in, sees that, and, and she's like, oh, she's like, she's like, I guess, I guess my grandma's a killer, because I, I didn't think that before, but I do now for the plot. That is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, like, <laughs> these are the weird char- character decisions that yeah. are strange, because, yeah. like, why would she think that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like her mom's been yell- her grandma's been yelling for forty years about how some asshole is going to come and like kill them. Yeah, I guess then, she just like, thinks she's crazy. She went crazy or something and thought he was. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, another thing which people a lot of complaining about Lori being like, I decided to get over it and just go on my life. Right, right. But it's been like a couple years by the time this movie happens. Right, it's been like and two th- years or something. It's been uh, four years. Yeah, because the first two movies happened in 2018. Yeah. And the opening of the movie is 2019. Yeah, so. And this is supposed to be 2022, I think. Yeah, yeah, so. And, um, but the thing is, is, like, I think one of the things that Karen was harping about Mm -hmm. in the first movie, not harping, but, you know, telling her, is like, fucking, you need therapy. Right, right. And then, like, this movie establishes that she had therapy, and, like, <laughs> therapy's working, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, God. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you noticed that one of the, the, the woman at the beginning of the movie who hung herself, that was uh, Oscar's mom. I don't know yeah, I saw someone, I didn't notice it, but I saw someone had said that and i was like that's cool i don't remember seeing her in the <laughs> that's cool she killed herself no, yeah, i mean that's in- <laughs> cool that they used her um i don't i didn't remember seeing her in the first movie she's in halloween kills she's oh, at the she's hospital in halloween- oh okay. she's like my, my son oscar is he is oh, he's here oh that's right that's right i forgot about that i must have missed that when i rewatched it the other day i had yeah. it on but i wasn't like paying super super attention I had it on. I was watching the hard target menu. Okay, a picture. I had two screens going, and I went. <laughs> I was for the ultimate two screen experience. When, when I say I'm, most people they're like, "Oh yeah, I was checking my phone." What I was doing, I was looking at a laptop. That was just the hard target menu on repeat. And by repeat, I mean it was just an image. It just said there was, you know, there. <laughs> There was no music, but it somehow looped. It was crazy. Anyway. <laughs> Have we talked about the hard target? DVD I don't think so. Enough? I don't think so. Oh, um, so, yeah. Uh, and then Allison, Allison freaks out, runs away. away. And, and then, then she almost kills herself. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's enough. Um, Wait, how did she almost kill? Because she's going to walk in front of that train or whatever. I think is what they were trying to say. 
she like drives out to the train tracks and then like it's like the thing is going down because the train's about to approach and she like gets out of the car like she's gonna go stand on the tracks and that's oh, when she, she gets did. she gets the call from the sheriff that that uh that Lori called and said she wanted to um report a suicide. I thought she got out of the car because she saw the radio stations on fire. Oh, maybe she did. I don't know. Maybe I misread it. And then Hawkins calls her and is just like, "Where the where the where the heck is everybody? Where the where is everybody? We got a situation. I'm still a cop, but I'm wearing plain clothes all the time. Maybe I've been upgraded to detective. We don't know. Maybe I got shot. I got shot and stabbed so much that they decided, you know what? He don't need to wear a uniform anymore. That is the weirdest nitpick of this movie. Hawkins is never in a uniform. He just, he just makes me he just makes meals for the for the other cops. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm just buying all this meat. Hey, let me tell you about these cherry blossoms, <laughs> man. Will Patton, man, I'm glad he's in this franchise. Yeah, oh, yeah, love me some Will Patton. His character of Chick from Armageddon, one of my favorites. Anyway, <laughs> back to the movie. So yeah, all that happens, and then guess what? Mikey Meyer shows up. Our boy. You know you know how we got there. You damn well know he drove. (laughs) (laughs) You damn well know he drove. I feel like um, what should have happened was they should have cut back and like the tow truck was gone or like the motorcycle was gone. Just so we can confirm that Michael drove. That he can still drive, yeah. Yeah. He didn't lose that touch. (laughs) Or maybe there's a scene of like, just like when he killed the cop, he's like slowly learning (laughs) <laughs> and then like there's like a scene of him in Ronald, Ronald's office and of course the hard target menu is still up he walk, looks down and of course there's a copy of there's a copy of uh, Smoking the Bandit Smoking Part 2 Smoking the Bandit Part 2 <laughs> Part 2 specifically and then he looks at it and he's like very confused he's like what's this I haven't I haven't I didn't watch VHS and I damn sure didn't watch DVD so let's and then he presses the button he goes oh and he learns how to use a DVD player and then he puts the Smokey the Bandit part 2 that's what he was doing while Corey was killing his mom who's watching yeah he was watching Smokey the Bandit part 2 and then he saw the scenes of the bandit and the bandit and the snowman transported an elephant from Miami to Texas. That's the actual plot of Smokey the Bandit Part Two. And he's like, "I remember how to drive now." And then he steals the tow truck and drives. I it wonder to why. House. I wonder why they had an elephant in Smokey and the Bandit Part Two. Like, I wonder the development of the film. Like, they were like, "Oh, oh you don't this want a movie new- did really well." Um, we need to make a sequel. What? What are? What is Smokey? Why is he driving somewhere? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> Big and Little Enos Burdett from Smoking the Bandit Part One, who paid the bandit, bet the pan- bandit. You know, he couldn't go <laughs> to and from Texarkana and back to Georgia in 18 hours or whatever the number. I think it's 18. I've only watched this movie two months ago. I should know this <laughs> anyway. Um. <laughs> They're running for like office in Texas, like, and they're like, "You do you know all this that I'm telling you right now?" I've seen I've seen Smoking the Bandit Part Two, but it's been a while. I just remember that there's an elephant in it for some reason. And well, like, they're running. They want to. They want an elephant to go to the Republican convention in Texas, right. and the only way to. But someone had to write. Could, someone had to write the story, Nick. So why did they decide to write the story where they needed an elephant in it? 
Well, why don't you ask the? I know the dude <laughs> who wrote it wrote the end, which is a movie that stars Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise, in which like Burt Reynolds is trying to kill himself the entire time. Oh my god! <laughs> um, some of the comedy premises, like in in the eighties, were v- very dark. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was written by um, Jerry Belson, who wrote the end, co-wrote Smoking the Bandit Part Two, I believe. This and he is, loves uh, elephants. Big fan of elephants. Well, I always wanted to meet one. <laughs> that was like um, one of the reasons why at the end of the Fletch, they wrote that Fletch goes to Rio, and everybody was like, "Yeah, I want to go to Rio." <laughs> and then that's how they—that's how the end of Fletch takes place at Rio. The reason everyone yeah. did the Mamma Mia movies because they all wanted <laughs> wanted to vacation and drink. Yeah, so the guy who wrote The End wrote Smoking the Bandit Part 2, and he also wrote um, Fun with Dick and Jane, and he was a writer on the... He was a creator of the Odd Couple TV show. Ooh. So, I don't know how we went from rednecks jumping with beer to... Where is where is this guy from? He's from Michigan. That makes sense. <laughs> they got a southern guy to write that movie. This shit would have been like, yeah, we're gonna like it would have been anyway. <laughs> Nick Lathan overanalyzing the smoking the bandit movies again. Where are we? What, oh yeah, so Michael fucking shows up. <laughs> Lori's house. He picks up his. Oh, he kills. He Corey's not dead. Yeah, they reveal so that he, Corey actually isn't dead yet. And so Michael like snaps his neck and like. Mm. And then, oh, like, that was brutal. That was gory too. Because you could see like his like heads coming off when yeah. Michael's done with him because he's got that slit in his throat, and then like combined with getting his neck snapped, he's like he pretty much ripped his head off. Yeah. Ooh. Um. And then Lori, this is like, oh shit, this motherfucker's in my house, and the she she attacks him first. If Probably. I'm correct, yeah, I think so. Which is dope as hell. I mean, because wouldn't you? Wait, no. This is what happens. I'm remembering it now. This is why we we t- usually take notes, but I didn't. I only watched this movie once. I didn't want to take notes while I was watching it the first time, but now I remember. That's what this podcast is. So she's hiding in the closet with the oh slats. right 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 yeah she's hiding and in the, the thing's closet. making the noise and she's she's got like a burrito in the microwave. <laughs> then Michael's like oh, oh right, right. <laughs> I've been eating dog for the past four years. I think <laughs> he was eating rats. Remember he's like I was eating rats and dogs and. Where is he but, when he was cooking the rat in um, Resurrection? Oh, God. <laughs> good, good old, good old Michael Myers and his... Anyway. We need to... Uh, God, Ted Nugent has that book, Kill It and Grill It, but we need to do Kill It and Grill It, um, Michael Myers edition. Michael Myers just, edition? It's just not stuff you would kill and grill. I mean, that Michael would kill and grill, but I'm a normal yeah. person. But yeah, he's like, oh, shit, I'm a burrito. I could go for one of those. And then it's like the distraction or whatever. And then like she's in the, sl- you know, it's like the slats or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then she comes out with a fire extinguisher after the burrito yeah, blows up, which that was a good um, distraction. Call- it was a good callback, though, like set up and pay off with mm-hmm. the microwave because they did that earlier in the movie. Talking about oh, things on the fritz. Oh, right. Yeah, it was broken. Yeah. And then turns um, out it just wasn't plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> but then, um. Well, like, Lori also burns the pie and all that stuff. Just right, her, right. Her, yeah. her kitchen is just out of whack. <laughs> Great kitchen, by the way. I'm surprised yeah, I like this, the kitchen. This, I'm surprised this isn't a Nora Ephron movie. That's how great that kitchen is. <laughs> oh, man. 
We're getting off track so much. Um, yeah, she hounds on him. Comes at him with a fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher. And then does she get a knife or is... Yeah, she gets a knife or he has one. She gets the knitting needle. Oh, the knitting needle. Okay. And tries to stab him with it, but he's like, nah, uh, uh. Not again. And then he stabs her in the ear or something, right? Yeah. I think in the ear or like around her ear. Yeah. Ugh. And then... Is that when does he take her hand and go for the garbage disposal? It's after that, in okay. which um, he says after that, and then she's like, "Oh, this is a great idea. I should do this later on." <laughs> and then, um, but at a much larger scale. So then <laughs> she like gets out of it or whatever, and like uses the knife to like pin one of his arms, his hands mm. to the table. And oh then God! And gets, hammers it with this cast iron skillet. And yeah, gets on gets gets up gets up on top of him, <laughs> and then. Which, like, anyway, um, <laughs> gets on top of him and then, like, um, puts the knife in his other hand. And then she's like, while we're at it. And then throws the <laughs> fridge on top of him, too. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she doesn't want him to get away. Yeah, and th- that that part was cool. She's like, I finally yeah. fucking got you. And, like, takes his mask <laughs> off and, is, like, gives him this whole speech. And I was like. Yeah, I, I did love that she took his mask off because you never get to take his mask off. She did it once before, and that was um. Was it H two O? No, that was Resurrection. The first one. Oh, the first one. Yeah. Oh, okay. no, and, and H two O. Oh, that's she, right. She cut his head off. Yeah. <laughs> which was later retconned to be an ambulance driver. Yeah, Little that's right. <laughs> so bad. So. Yeah, she takes his mask off and like gives him. Th- he's like this. You know, this is you know. Talk about all the people that he's killed or whatever, and then slits right. his throat. Slits his and throat. then he's and then he gets free, in which his hand being split like oh. that. That is a yeah. clear reference to Friday the Thirteenth, um, the Final Friday, or like, um, yeah, the Fourth Friday. Does, the 13th. Have, does Jason's hand get cut in half? Yeah, like like that. I oh. think it's that one. Let's see. I, he gets like an axe or something to his hand. Okay. And then pulls it free. Ooh. Let's see. Um, yeah. So like she, he like slit, like cuts his own hand and like starts choking her. And she's like, "This might as well happen." She's like, "Do it, do it." And then, um, yeah. And then she has like all the flashbacks and stuff. And then um, Allison's like, "I won't let you do this." And she, yeah. Oh, she like breaks his arm. Yeah, that, that was gnarly. Was it Jason? I just typed in hand cut, and then, <laughs> and, you, and you didn't get exactly what you were looking for when no. you just typed in hand cut to Google. <laughs> I typed in Jason Voorhees hand oh, cut. Okay, okay. I was like machete. <laughs> like what? Anyway, oh yeah, I think the, machete maybe. Machete I think that is. The, I think that's what happens in the fourth one. Okay. Anyway, um, I've seen that one, but I don't remember. It's the one with Corey Feldman. Oh yeah. Oh, it's the, the cre- final chapter. The creepy the Jason fi- kid. The final chapter. It's not the final Friday. I'm so fucking stupid. Corey Feldman's giving listener. in that one. Am I thinking of another? Is it the final nightmare? No. The final Friday? Jason goes to hell? In which Nick reflects. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to go back to watching the Hard Target DVD menu. And then, yeah. um, So he gets killed. And then that's yeah. when Hawkins and the rest of the cops show up. 
Oh yeah, the like, cop from the fr- yeah. And we're like, that's the what the sheriff we fucking or whatever. Did. Yeah, we got his ass, everybody. <laughs> Which I'm surprised that sheriff got reelected after what happened in Halloween Kills. <laughs> right, right. Or maybe this is not like this is not that type of uh, town, like sheriff in which you elect the sheriff. Yeah, and like, yeah. You know, it's like a it's, it's like he's the like chief a of job. police. Yeah. yeah. But um, I was like, yeah. It's like, what about proper permits or you know proper <laughs> procedure or whatever? And then the sheriff's just like, fucking no, we're, we're not doing it. He's shit. like, not what this a- time. It's like, it's like <laughs> they tie him to the roof. Which- I said roof. <laughs> Put him on that roof. <laughs> the hood of the, the hood of the car, or the not the hood. I guess it is the roof of the car. Yeah, and which um, of course it was a Trans Am because uh, Michael's final wish was <laughs> drive my body in, uh, over a bridge. <laughs> anyway, um, God, smoking a bandit. What I thought was going to happen was they were going to just throw that whole fucking car in the trash compactor. Oh wow, that would have been crazy because. Um, because I was like, because the car has had car problems that whole movie. <laughs> was oh, like, was it Allison's car? Yeah, she was like, I might as well just get a new car after this. <laughs> it was just her muffler that was messed up. Yeah, she's like, she fucking dumped the whole thing. I don't give a shit. Michael Myers and all. <laughs> <laughs> that is gnarly but, um, when they throw him in the compactor, whatever that thing is. The uh, in- industrial shredder. Yeah. Oh, that shit was dope. And you hear his like skull crack open. Oh man, that, the, the way they the way they did like you, you yeah. saw the whole it, like it was yeah. just crazy. Yeah, I, I'm glad they were like, listen, we're gonna show you it just so you know. So you know, Michael's dead. He's dead, which <laughs> makes me which. Uh, this is my pitch for the next Halloween. Yeah, movie. I'm ready for Malik to like. <laughs> just put all the mush in a blender and like make a mushy man. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Um, so we have a Lori, like a dark Lori shows up, uh, you know, she's played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Lori is so dark. Lori should of course be played by Sigourney Weaver. Yes. (laughs) And she shows up. She, she has an affinity for Michael Myers. In fact, she was Michael Myers's girlfriend when they were in kindergarten. That's right. She shows up and stitches his body back together, resurrects him with whatever that stone, that amulet was from child's play. And then we have, of course, have Bride of Halloween. <laughs> Bride of Halloween? Yes. That's the only way I could think you could resurrect Michael Myers. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Pretty solid, yeah, uh, yeah. pretty solid. And then, uh, yeah, and then we get, um, we get Lori finishes her book. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And then, she, uh, um, Allison leaves town. Allison leaves town, and um, Lori gets her little romance moment at the end. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Also, I loved uh, at the end when everybody's like marching. There's like that caravan of people marching to. <sighs> yeah, the and the kid from the first movie. Julian's in yeah, there. Yeah, I just, love Julian. Oh, MVP. Man. Something um, these movies, like, these last two movies, were really missing that the first Halloween or like the Halloween, you know, two thousand eighteen. Yeah, yeah, was missing was the humor. Right. Yeah, this one wasn't really funny one. at all. Yeah, the Halloween Kills wasn't really funny at all. Yeah, and um, that's 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 one of the charm. 
of that movie I like so much. Yeah. Yeah. And that's absolutely. what made that one different was that it was like he's like, ah, oh, this movie actually got jokes and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Anyway, I don't know if that was like pressure from like fans or something like you know what I mean? Like or they just yeah. decided, uh, we're not gonna really do jokes that much anymore. Yeah. That's so true. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. Um, look at my other notes. I do feel like, um, especially in this one too, like in that first Halloween 2018, you got to know like all the characters that like got killed and this one, you didn't really get to know them very much. Yeah. Like most of them were caricatures. I mean, it was like an eighties, you know, Stephen King adaptation. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause you really didn't get to know those victims. Yeah. It gets to a point where you're like rooting for the villain. Right, right. Instead of, you know, except for, I feel bad for Ronnie. I got to know Ronnie so well. I Ronnie know, Anderson. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I like how I'm calling Ronnie, even though his name is Ronald. Like, I know him. I, you know, me and him watch Hard Target yeah, together. exactly. Oh, man. Anyway. <laughs> oh. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, I didn't think, Um, I was just thinking about this watching it. The second time, I don't know, and I didn't pay attention to the credits, but I didn't think music, the music was very, like, memorable in this movie. Like, I don't remember any, like, music cues or anything. Yeah, not really, like, no. just in the opening credits, I guess, they use the main Halloween theme, but usually music plays a really big part in a Halloween movie. And yeah, it was very, yeah, I can't even think about the music. Yeah. yeah. Did, um, did, I don't... I don't know. Did John Carpenter write any new music for this one at all? I, I yeah, I know that it was John Carpenter, his son Cody, and then Daniel Davies came back and did the score. Okay, but um, I have to sit down and actually listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, but like Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills, I got the, like you know there was right. a definite soundtrack. Right, right. Because there was like, like a lot of there's a lot of guitar and like. Right. It was really cool. Like synthesizer and like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Opening track. Where is Jeremy? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'll give this a listen. But yeah, um, there's a track that's called The Cave. I like these. Cool, cool kid. <laughs> anyway. These are funny, um, funny names. Bye-bye, Corey. <laughs> anyway, Cherry Blossoms. Oh. Track called there Cherry we Blossoms. go. There we go. Anyway, um, that is a weird. I didn't even think about the score while watching this movie. Huh. Yeah, it wasn't very prominent, and I feel like usually in a Halloween movie, it, it is. Yeah, something um, I want to. Or go yeah, go ahead. ahead. No, you I, go. I, mine's mine's written down, so you can go ahead and say what you were gonna say. I don't. I don't know what I was gonna say. Go ahead. Oh no, we <laughs> forgot. Um, uh, Haddonfield cracks me up and how it looks so different in all three movies. Yeah, yeah. Because the first one they shot it in, I think they shot it in Charleston, South Carolina. And then second one was Wilmington, North Carolina. And this one was Savannah, Georgia. Oh, wow. <laughs> they do all look very different. Like, it, I guess, like, you're seeing different parts of the town, but, like, there's no, like, distinguishing. Oh, it looks like you're frozen. Are you Uh-oh. still there? All right, oh, we're no, back. We're there back. Are. <laughs> there, um, they do. One. There are no like distinguishing buildings that like tie all three of these movies to get like distinguishing settings that tie all three of these movies together. 
Um, that radio tower. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they're like, Haddonfield needs a landmark besides the Michael Myers house. Yeah. Well, the I Michael know, Myers uh, house is burnt, burnt down in the, in this one. They tore it down. Or they tore it down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Sorry, Which is a note. shame because those gays really, really made it look nice inside. Look, I, I was watching <laughs> Halloween Kills and I was like, Big John, Little John, they did a great job in yeah. this house. <laughs> it, I, like, I maybe want to live there. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, anyway. I felt, <laughs> I felt so bad watching Halloween Kills. I was just like, I want to hang out with these dudes. I know, they're very I just want to <laughs> They were the only new characters that I like really enjoyed. Now, yeah. And they were funny. They were funny. Oh, they were great. And then yeah. um, Robert uh, Longstreet, who was Lonnie, like mm. he was the best performance of Halloween Kills. Right, right. Which um, I don't know if you've watched um, Midnight Ma- Midnight Mass. Yes, yes. I'm on episode four. Don't spoil it. But um, okay. his character is like so good in that. And then he's mm. in. He's so good in Halloween Kills. Anyway, I just want to see him more, more stuff because the I only think thing he, I, had, I think he does all those um uh the director Mike Midnight, yeah I think he does all those Mike Flanagan stuff he's like the groundskeeper in um in uh, Haunting of Hill House am I saying his name right Mike Flanagan no I know Mike Flanagan <laughs> is it oh I just typed in his name. Yeah, Robert Longstreet. Mm-hmm. I typed in his name on Google, and then Google was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Robert Longstreet. He, um, he has like a really, he's in Dr. Sleep. And he yeah, has a, I need to see like, that too. Yeah. Oh, he's great. Like, he's he's barely in Dr. Sleep. But like. Um, Is he so one of the like, the like vampire people? Yeah. Okay. He, the the Nocturne? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they talked about... Oh, he's awesome in Sword of Trust. That's another good movie that features Toby Huss. He plays a character named Hogjaws. So if you <laughs> are itching to watch more with uh, with Toby Huss, a.k.a. Ray from Halloween, <laughs> check out Sword of Trust, in which he plays a character named Hogjaws. I know. It's a shame that, uh, that the parents weren't... Uh, like, I. it's cool. I mean... People are gonna die. It's a horror movie or whatever. But I would have loved to have seen uh, more Judy Greer and Toby Huss in the in the second and third movies. So that would have been mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, <sighs> I love Toby Huss. He's yeah. great. Um, and Judy Greer, she's also great. Yeah, I think that's why they killed them off. He's like, let's, let's fucking yeah. kill the best people we got. <laughs> but like, let them be in all three movies and then kill them in the last one. You know, don't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> Just let them live. Just let them live. <laughs> Make sure there's no stakes. If Marvel can resurrect people, why can't we have resurrect that's like Toby the, Huss and Judy yeah. That's like the new Scream, Scream 5. Did you see Scream 5? I'm sorry. I don't want to spoil it for you. Oh, then I won't tell you. I haven't seen 4 or 5. They're on my list. Okay. 4 is very good. I really like 4. I'm watching that Underrated, this week. for sure. Yeah. It's funny because I watched uh, the first one and then at sixth grade we rented the sixth one. Not the sixth one, the third one. Mm-hmm. So I watched one and three, which is very <laughs> different quality. Which I I was watching Scream 3 and I was like, holy shit, Parker Posey's in this. I forgot. And <laughs> Scream then, 3 is very fun. It's just very different from the first two movies. It's so. 
The part that got me the most <laughs> was Jamie Kennedy's sister shows up. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's so and so. I forget Jamie Kennedy's character's name. It's so and so's sister. Can't yeah. you tell? <laughs> and then she shows up. She she drove in from Woodsboro <laughs> to deliver a VHS. A VHS. And then left. <laughs> that was her role in that movie. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> anyway, you can you can tell Kevin Williamson did not write the third one. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, I don't even know where we were. I don't even know where we were. We were just saying like any final thoughts about the movie. I guess. Oh yeah, Haddonfield looks weird. It looks different in all three movies. Uh, right. I'm glad they set up that Radio Tower's landmark besides the <laughs> the, the Myers house. Um, Lori's house is great. I love. I uh, just love the house. It's yeah, I do house. like her house. It's nice. They production designed the shit out of that place, and um, I liked it. I had some problems with it, uh, but you know, there's some nits to pick. Obviously. Yeah. It is funny to, it is funny to me. Like, I don't think I hate it, how divisive it is online right now. Cause I don't think I hate it as much as people hate it or love it as much as people love it. I just think it's like, it's fine. Yeah. It's like, it's middle of the road Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the best. It's not the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Cause Lord knows we've had some bad movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Some before- people were rank- ranking it above resurrection. I was like, Resurrection was awful. Or ring we're, we're ranking ring. Resurrection above this one. I was like, Resurrection recently, is bad. <laughs> I've read. I've actually redid my ranking, so yeah. I'm going to do those real quick. <laughs> um, I'm going to do my rankings, and while I'm doing that, you think of yours if you, you can. You, let me think of my rankings. Yeah. Okay. Let me bring the list up. I'm going to do this. Um, yeah. I'm divisive on two of these, but yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to count down from 13, Letterman style. Number 13, Halloween Resurrection. Formerly, that was at, that was not in last place. Formerly, it was Halloween 2, but I decided, you know what? Halloween 2 was its own thing. I've, I've done some soul searching. It, they were trying to do something different, and I respect that. So that was what makes Halloween 2 better than Halloween Resurrection. Number 12, Halloween 2, Rob Zombies. <laughs> um, number 11 would be Halloween 5, uh, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Number 10, Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. That's another thing in which I actually cared about the characters in Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, as opposed to Halloween 5, which killed off... Our main one of our main women from Halloween four, and just thrust on thrust onto us this idiot of <laughs> yeah, a baby. So I hate her us. so much. Jesus Christ! I just didn't give a shit. Like as soon as oh, anyway, I just didn't give a shit about her. And then Jamie's mute the whole freaking movie. It's weird. But then, but yeah, Chris and Michael Myers. You got Paul Rudd. Number nine, we got Rob Zombie's Halloween. That has a you know that is a that is a product of his time. I enjoyed it when I watched it. I still enjoy it. I don't know why. Maybe because I choose to listen to Dragula. Hellbilly Deluxe, I don't know why that's been an album I've been listening to a lot this Halloween season. It's um it's fun. Anyway. 
Number eight, Halloween Kills. Number seven. All right, number six and seven. I'm kind of switching these in and out, so I'm just going to say they're both equal. And that's going to be Halloween Ends and um, Halloween H2O. I can't decide if I like Halloween Ends more or H2O more. Can't figure it out. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, is number five on my list. It's, you know, it's fun. I like it. Even though the main female character is underdeveloped like crazy and yeah. serves no purpose, really. <laughs> but everything else in that movie is dope. Number four, Halloween 2. Number three, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Number two, Halloween 2018. And guess what, everybody? Number one is the original, Halloween. And that is my current ranking Said that did change whenever the hell I feel like it. All right, Peyton, you got your list? I think so. I think I stalled long enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have a lot of crossovers, actually. That's um, good. Yeah. So for me, I'll do the same thing that you did going backwards. I definitely agree Halloween Resurrection is the worst one. I think it has a lot of fun, campy moments, but as a movie, I just think. It's the worst. I, um, I rewatched it the other day, and I was yeah. just like, ooh. <laughs> just so much in it. It's just all the kung fu stuff, and like, <laughs> the kid, the part with Deckard, and like, yeah. the whole, yeah. he's in the house on the text message. Yeah. It's so stupid. Yeah, they really make it like, about the time that they made the movie, as opposed to trying to make like a timeless horror movie or a yeah, movie, it, or yeah. a movie that needs to be a Michael Myers Halloween movie. Like that could have been about any killer. Um, yeah. Um, I feel like that. I feel like somebody probably like came up with an idea of like doing like a reality show, scary movie or something, and they're like, okay, well, why not make it a Halloween movie or something? I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. My next one that I have is Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Um, I didn't like that one. Um, yeah, I just didn't like it. Um, the next one I have is Halloween 5. I would agree. Um, oh, no. With Halloween 5, that's... No, no, that's right. Halloween 5 is the one with Jamie. I do like um, the like chase sequence between Michael and Jamie like when she's in the Myers house that doesn't look at all like the Myers house. Yeah, that part's dope. But but the rest of the movie is bad. I love that in the movie they just turned the Myers house into the haunted mansion. Like yeah. I was waiting on a doom buggy to come by. <laughs> it ghost. is. It has like a ghost. like a yeah. It it looks like the haunted mansion. <laughs> it looks nothing like the Myers house. It's crazy. Doctor Loomis um, comes in. What what's up? All these pepper ghosts yeah. all over the place. What's up? What's up with all these tilted mirrors? All these all pepper these, ghosts. All these tilted glass. So what's, what's this? Is this the projection screen? <laughs> Anyway, what's why is he holding a hat box? Anyway, uh, the next one I have on the list is uh, the Rob Zombie Halloween. Um, it was fine, just like not my um fave. Um, the next one I have is Halloween Ends. Um, the next one after that I have is Halloween Kills, then Season of the Witch. Like, I think I do think that. It, it's cool that they tried to do something different and I would have liked to see like more Halloween themed horror movies like um, that weren't about Michael Myers. Mm. But I do, I think, I think that that I really, I would love to see a remake of that movie where the girl is, is the lead because like, it's about searching for her father. It's about like all the like 
stuff that like is supposed to move the plot forward is tied into her character. But for some reason they make the lead, this guy that's not related to the events of the movie at all. If she had like hired a detective or some shit like right, that. Right. It's, 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 <laughs> I, it's so weird. Like, <laughs> I think it was John Carpenter's so like, I'm just trying to get my boy Tom Atkinson. Yeah, smart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he started in the fog. Um, he played Cronenberg in Escape from New York. Um, anyway, sorry. No, you're good. Um, after that is H2O. I, I really love H2O. I think it's a great revisiting of the characters and everything. I do think it suffers from not being in Haddonfield. And also, like, you don't get to know the the, the tertiary characters very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a fun time. Fun Kevin Williamson time. Um, then Halloween, the original Halloween two, um, and then Halloween four. Cause I think it just like, you fall in love with the characters and it's, it's got a lot of like fun moments and, and feels like in the spirit of the original Halloween and then Halloween 2018 and then number one, the original Halloween. Did you rank curse of Michael Myers? Uh, sorry. I don't know if I said it, but it should have, it's between, um, Halloween five and then in front of it is Rob Zombie Halloween. Rob Zombie Halloween. Yeah. About the same place I have. Yeah. I think I switched curse of Michael Myers and Halloween five on my list. Um, yeah, I just don't like that movie. Like I, I think, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's doing too much. Hey, why is that movie so far down your ranking? I just don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like it. <laughs> I think it's weird that they make um they make like they cannot write a good uh grown up version of the the kid from the first movie. What's his name? Tommy. Tommy. Yeah, it's so, like in Halloween Kills, he's like this like far right like oh he one hundred percent. And then I know who he, I know who he voted for twenty in yeah, twenty sixteen and yeah, exactly. under my twenty twenty he would have who he would have voted for in twenty twenty. Yeah. And then in the curse of Michael Myers, he's like this like conspiracy theory like w- weird Wiccan thing going on. Here's the thing: I know they were they were because I feel like they were it came out in like ninety five and that was after X Files came out. Oh, so they're yeah, like, that makes sense. what if we make Tommy Doyle Fox Mulder like creepy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's kind of creepy too. It is such a weird characterization. <laughs> and then, like, there's like one point. There's like a. I think there's like a screen grab I posted on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at Franchise Surprise Pod, in which he's like walking away with the baby. And yes. He's like, <laughs> he's looking all creepy. Like, anyway. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Um. Yeah, I agree with that ranking. I, I won't argue against it. Yeah. I should but, make a um, list on my letterbox too. Yeah, I yeah, I had to pull up my letterbox I did today. But um yeah, ends I feel like I feel like I did. It kinda like fell in yeah H two O. It kinda fell in the um in the middle of both our rankings, Halloween ends. It's just very middle of the road, I would say, for a Halloween yeah. movie. I think I'm gonna pull that up. So so now it goes H two O, then Halloween ends. So Halloween ends is number six instead of number seven. Um, yeah, because I just like Stephen King. I knew what they were trying to do, right? And I I had a great time. 
I wasn't like it. What I didn't have the reaction I had with Halloween Kills, which I was like, well, what the like? Right, right, right. Because I remember watching Halloween Kills the first time, like, was like, ooh, yeah. And then I watched it again. And I was like, okay, yeah. Because that was the one in which I, had I think an the next movie is. I think the next movie should be Pennywise versus Michael Myers. Ooh, well, <laughs> you're gonna have to talk to New Line Cinemas <laughs> because this is a this was strictly a Universal Miramax joint. Right, and then we right, got right. talked about. We got to talk to Warner Brothers now. Discovery's involved. <laughs> I'm thinking we're gonna get an HBO Max slash. Uh, no peacock series <laughs> anyway oh like a, a tv series a halloween tv series you think now what we could do universal has the rights to chucky and they also according to this franchise have the rights to halloween so we could have a bride of halloween in which michael myers and his i don't know uh her name is um Lauren, um, I gotta come up with a with a with an anti Lori Strode. Oh, Lauren um, Strobe, Strobe, Lauren, St- Lauren Strobe. <laughs> <laughs> it's Michael Myers sewn up. She she picked through all the bone out of the industrial shredder and sewed back up and used the amulet and then Chucky and then Chucky. Gets wind that they stole his amulet, so it's Chucky and Tiffany. <laughs> so we got that's when we have Michael Myers fighting Chucky. I, it, it writes itself, everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, Peyton, this has been a lot of fun. This has been a lot of fun. I'm I'm very ex- I'm looking forward to uh to to covering a new franchise with you. It's going to be a good yeah. time. I always have a great time talking with you, Peyton. Absolutely. I know we don't do it enough, but guess what? We both live in different time zones. I'm kidding. We both live in Central. I texted Peyton, or I told Peyton what time, and then Peyton was like, Central? I'm like, yes, we're both in the Central time zone. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand geography or how time works. I remember one time a friend of mine, we were driving up to Knoxville, Tennessee, which is an Eastern time zone. Yeah. And like I told her, I told them, I was like, we got to get there at this time. Meet me at my house, and we'll drive together at this time. Right, it's like a five-hour drive from here yeah. or whatever. And then, but she you lose up. an hour going. Right. Yeah, she showed up at a such and such time, and I was like, "You're you're an hour late," <laughs> or like something. I told I don't know right. what I told her, and she got here, and then we were driving, and I was like, I was like speeding to get there because right. we were going to a concert, <laughs> and she was like. So confused why I was angry, and I was like, "What the show's at such and such time?" She's like, "Well, isn't it an hour behind us?" I was like, "No, it's an hour ahead of us. <laughs> We're losing time. We're not gaining time." I was like, "It's not in Mountain Time. We're not going to Colorado." <laughs> uh. Anyway, um. So yeah. But yeah, uh, what was I going to say? Franchise surprise. We're coming back in full swing. We're going to, we're basically the format is we're just going to do, you know, it's franchises and we'll surprise you with them. Duh. <laughs> name of the podcast. Franchise surprise. But, um, yeah, we're coming back in November with the alien films, not quoting alien versus predator. I know there's some people out there so that are. So shut your mouth. If yeah, you even groaning. say that. <laughs> <sighs> this is a, this is strictly xenomorphs only <laughs> and necromorphs. <laughs> Whatever I don't, I don't even know what other morphs there are. And androids. Hey, we're the morphs. 
<laughs> it's just an alien with two it's cigars. Ba- and it's a band. <laughs> Hi, hey, everybody. We're the Morphs. Burner, burner, Oh, man. How, how many of the alien movies? Have you seen all the alien movies? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rich has only seen three of them. Which the first three or, or I think he's seen he, like he see, two in Prometheus or something. He's seen Alien, Aliens, and Prometheus. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Which I have a funny, I have yeah. a funny story. I saw Com- Alien. Covenant. I saw Covenant in theaters. Same. Yeah. I saw it with a friend of the show, Travis Donahue, who was almost late to work because the, <laughs> there was we saw it at the Regal uh, near Pequods, mm-hmm. and. There were so many trailers. Oh yeah, because it was starting. He's like, I gotta be at work at it such and such time. It never starts on time. Yeah, Regal, like, Regal does it, like, so much fuck, in front of the movie. Like fucking thirty minutes later, he was like, "What the? So you? We were like twenty minutes in the trailers. He's like, What's this goddamn movie gonna start?'" And then like he had to book it during the credits. And then like because he had to get to work. Anyway. Oh gosh. So yeah. Um. I had it pulled up, but it's going to be November. I think it's November 25th, the Friday after Thanksgiving. So mark your calendars, everybody. Mark your calendars, everyone. Um, I don't have a... I was asked what the funny name for that would be, and I'm thinking um, we mostly podcast at night. Mostly. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, that's the stupid, dumb name for that one. All right. Um... (laughs) Peyton, this comes out Wednesday. Do you have anything to promote? Um, just queer movie night. Uh, if you got, if you guys don't listen, um, I co I co host a podcast on Arcade Audio with Deb Duncan called Queer Movie Night, and we cover uh, really great queer movies that you might not have heard of. Um, and you can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter if you want to follow me for dumb stuff that I tweet. What um What are some what are some movies you got coming up that y'all are covering? Um, we uh, we have one. When does this come out? Wednesday? Mm-hmm. The 19th. So, yeah. So, on this day, on Wednesday, uh, we have a new Halloween episode coming out with a previous guest we've had before. Corey Anderson brought the movie Thelma, which is a very cool, uh, like, psychological horror film. Um and so we'll have that coming out. And then the one after that is the movie Blockers. With uh, John Cena? Yeah, with the comedy with John Cena. <laughs> People have told me repeatedly to watch that movie, and I have not watched it. It's a fun uh, time, and, and it's uh, it came out a few years ago, and it still kind of holds up. So That was... Um that's a movie, and I finally watched Game Night, which I don't know if you've seen oh, Game Night. Oh, I still Night. haven't seen it, but I've heard Deb loves that movie. I need to it's, watch it. it it's so good, and yeah. the cinematography is amazing in that yeah. movie. Like you, you, it looks, it looks so good, and it's funny. Anyway, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a good time at the cinema <laughs> at your house since it's not in the cinema anymore. <laughs> uh, I got nothing really to promote. Um, don't follow me. Listen on social to media. listen to Screaming at the Screen with Nick we, and Sarah Jean. That's yeah, we got time. that, and we got we got uh, maybe another podcast cooking at the moment. I don't know. Nice. And um, that's a fun one. It's another improv one. If you're a fan of Riverside Law, you're going to love this one because it's the same dudes. <laughs> I'm trying to think one else. Yeah, Scream and Scream and of Sarah Jean. Um, another horror podcast in which I forced Sarah Jean Peters, previous guest of the show, to watch horror movies she's never seen. <laughs> because she loves horror, but she never watches them. <laughs> she, it's weird. Anyway, 
It's mostly shit she would never see, and I just force her to watch it and <laughs> tr- just because I want to talk about them. We famously recorded three episodes for one movie, and we both hate that movie now because. Oh we yeah, that's. I watched that's, it twice. I she remember watched telling it, me. He watched it three times. <laughs> it's good if you watch it once every few years, but yeah. if you watch it once in a month or three times in a month, I yeah, no, yeah. Anyway, yeah, look that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. We have our our Halloween episode is about cats because that is the movie that uh, has scared Sarah Jean the most. <laughs> scared her so much she had to leave the theater. So we have <laughs> we have of course have co-host of this show Rip Camalucci on and. Oh, did he watch Chris, Cats, too? Yeah, and then Chris Mullet from Married with Movies, another arcade audio show. And they both also host The Blank Slate. So, promoting that show. So, listen to that. It's on arcade audio. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. All Follow right. us on Franchise Surprise Pod. And, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Wait Happy Halloween. Oh, what? Don't we rate these movies based on pumpkins? Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. We usually do rate Based on pumpkins. And then we do like a a homebrew rating for each one, I think. I don't care. Let's just do the pumpkins. Yeah. I'm going to give it 85 pumpkins. Oh, that's a lot. Out of 100. That sounds good to me. 85 pumpkins. All right. I'll give it... uh, uh, I'll give it... 69 pumpkins. Yes, that's the number I was hoping you would say. (laughs) All right. See you... Listen to us in November, everybody. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.